Hi and welcome back to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. My name is Prashant Malkani and the topic for today's episode is personal branding. We've always associated words like marketing and branding with companies we work for, but the reason for this episode is to prove that those words can be used for individuals like you and me as well. So just as your company needs to be marketed to be known, in the same way, we need to be too. We spend so many hours helping and supporting our companies grow, but if we manage to spend even a marginal amount of that on ourselves, the results could be substantially beneficial. To help us dwell further into this topic, I have a very special guest with me today. Minal Jaktiani is the CEO and co-founder for LeadThing, which helps enabling individuals strategize and manage themselves for professional success while building and positioning their career brand. So without further ado, Let's begin the conversation where we focus on ourselves for a change. Hi, Minal, and welcome to the Transfer Marketing Podcast. It's a pleasure for me to have you on board. Thanks, Prashant. This is my first podcast uh, and on a topic that I'm particularly uh, fond of. So very excited, doubly excited to be here. Thank Great. you for the opportunity. And thank you for coming on board. So I think getting right to it. Uh, and, you know, as you mentioned, and I know you're really passionate about this topic as well. So just for the listeners who aren't too familiar with it, would you be able to help explain what exactly is personal branding and how does this actually benefit the people who uh, execute it and do it well? Uh, sure, sure, Prashant. This is a good uh, question to break this conversation with. Yeah. Uh, so uh, personal branding really is about performance, but amplifying a performance into two aspects. One is image and the other is exposure. So allow me an allegory here. Uh, Each of us perform, okay? Uh, But there is a difference. Performance, imagine performance to be a lonely star in the cosmos. It's dark and it's hidden and therefore it's not seen. Then there is another star which has a bit of image, Therefore, it has some kind of partial brightness, kind of visible, sometimes twinkling on certain days, not visible at all. Then there is another star, which is the shining star. It's large. People can see it. It's always visible. People point to it. What does that mean? There is a certain distinctiveness in that star. And that's the recognition. That's what makes people navigate towards you. And that is when people stop when they are at the peach and they point in direction of that shining or twinkling star. So True. exactly this is what the personal brand is to the individual. It allows a certain USP, a certain recognition, a certain value outside and beyond performance for the employee. So if I look at decommoditizing experience, look at oneself as a product, for example. And if you go on, uh, uh, you know, go on Amazon to buy something, you will definitely look at what the referrals are, right? You will definitely go or you will be more skewed or biased or be more favorable in choosing that product, service, whatever, that has got more positive feedback. That more people write about favorably, right? So how different is careers? How different is experience from that? You pay towards experience. You don't pay towards employment. So I think the personal branding, branding is allowing us that distinction is, you know, is giving us a metric for expertise and purchasing employment really for value. 
Great. So I think that was a very useful analogy. So now that we have, you know, a better understanding on what personal branding is, uh, how do you think people should actually, you know, go around executing it? Okay, Prashant. But I just need to step back uh, really um, a little bit now. Sure. The brand also is an amplified mirror image of oneself. So uh, exactly it would be what you would see me on LinkedIn or on a social or a digital media platform is exactly how you would see me or perceive me when you meet me personally, or if I'm your colleague, a boss or a part of your network. When I say amplified, I don't mean a glorification or a shiny swanky picture of oneself. It really means going through a filtration process and coming up with some key values, some key expertise, some key capabilities that one stands for. And your personal brand is with these elements or the association and ownership of these elements or assets is actually how I like to refer them to. And it is this, these assets that you get known by. And that True. what's makes the personal brand. So a highly, a highly evolved brand would be a capability or a trait or an expertise that becomes synonymous with one's name. It really becomes your calling card. True. Now, if I have set the context and you ask me the question about how people can execute it, I have yeah. to give you a warning that it doesn't happen overnight. It's a conscious almost daily and a career long execution. And as long as you have a career or as long as you're working, you will need to work on your personal brand. Allow me some introspection here. You know, what emerges is that there are certain high points in your performance. And these high points in your performance come from a very natural, a very innate source in your person. I'd like to call these natural sources your capability. At least think we have a capability model which we use. So therefore, my fondness for this word. But we can, as well for the sake of this conversation, replace the word capability with the words talent, skills, and strength. So if you look back, you you will realize that you perform best at your work and most naturally when you perform at your peak value. And that is when a particular innate capability, talent, or strength is triggered. And when that trigger happens, it's that when you, that is when you operate from this innate performance DNA. And that is when you will shine and you will become that shining star. And it is on this capstone that you should execute your personal brand. Don't work on your personal brand that is not true to you. Go through a discovery process. And when your strengths, talents, capabilities are exposed, that is the plank on which you base your personal brand on. And finally, the best part of the personal brand is when you're able to monetize these strengths, capabilities, and talents, else they are dormant savings in a bank, not getting you any value. Interesting. Great. So, you know, and just streaming from that, do you think there is an, and I know you very briefly just uh, touched upon this as well in terms of uh, people, you know, should be investing in personal brand throughout their careers. Um, But do you think there's an ideal time a person should start this in their careers and on average, when do you uh, see people very seriously looking at this at a very nascent stage in their careers or more uh, when they are probably at, you know, a higher management or when they start, you know, looking at a brand uh, which they have created from from scratch? You know, I'm so glad you asked this question because it has really touched a raw chord, uh, Prashant, and I have yeah. to go into my personal story sure. uh, and why I believe in the brand so much because I really think I lost out, uh, you know, to my career because of the lack of 
even knowing what a personal brand is or even understanding the value of what image and exposure can add to performance. Right. So I missed many opportunities, Prashant, because of my lack of awareness and the lack of owning my capabilities. I didn't even know capability was a thing, you know. Performance doesn't cut it for career growth. And I realized many, many, many years later, it is the image and the exposure that really buys you career growth. So moving that star is really about, you know, moving from performance and focusing on image and focusing on exposure. The first step of initiating your career brand or your personal brand is that at the same time when you create a career goal for yourself. Yeah. You know, they work in tandem. If you have a career goal, the, the, the personal brand really is a personal performance management technique. It's really a tool for career strategy. So give yourself a couple of years, figure out what your leadership style is, which kind of domains you want to work in, what's your true calling, what's your North Star, where do you want to go in the next four, five, ten years? And that's when you start also becoming conscious that you need to work on building your career brand. True, true. So just moving from that and talking about uh, the impact on an organization. Uh, so everyone is, you know, honestly, very or completely involved in their daily jobs and focusing so much on their organizations that sometimes they miss focusing on themselves. You know, even in, in my case, for example, or anyone, if we do uh, take a minute and think about, you know, why we work and why we work for certain brands, I think the end objective is obviously self-benefiting. Uh, so in terms of non-monetary and monetary goals. But what is actually happening right now is that people end up focusing so much on, you know, the, the development of their brand and, you know, their daily jobs that they tend to leave out focusing on themselves from a from a professional or a career point so do you think companies should probably support this for their employees and if they do then what's the upside for companies out of this okay i, I want to break this question into a couple of parts is that yes sure. yeah. one in this whole quest of us delivering an organizational objective or the reason why we are being employed is because we have certain deliverables, we have certain KPIs to deliver and, uh, you know, we have bonuses to get uh, because our entire lives yeah. are constructed based on our employments, right? On our, uh, on, on our employment goals and achievements. So yes, we tend to forget about ourselves. And in this quest of uh, being successful in performance, we forget about using the personal brand or developing it or even acknowledging or even realizing that we have this fabulous capability. Yeah. All right. That creates that differentiation. So, yes, we kind of lose ourselves in this whole uh, game of employability. And the personal brand, therefore, allows you to reflect on it and build it and use it as an advantage for future growth. So that is one part that you talked about. The second thing yeah. is that, you know, how many times has a boss or an employer or an organization really asked you what your capabilities are? Yeah, we true. always work on, uh, especially in the Indian context, we always work from areas where we are not good at. We yeah. always don't realize or we just don't give enough weightage to our strengths. And that's the tragedy. Tragedy. We work so hard on, you know, trying to develop our weak spots that we forget that 
the strength is something which we really need to focus on. So uh, that's a very uh, important aspect. And the organization is typically not going to let you realize your strengths, all right, or make you value them. So uh, this is something that we need to do as individuals. Now coming to your next question on, you know, how can organizations benefit from personal yeah, branding yeah. top line points emerge here prashant one is employee engagement employee advocacy positive pr for the organizing for the organization sorry and i see a lot of this happening organically more and more because we are in covid situation so we are using digital as a medium for expression and communication the other thing is here, most employees write such fabulous and celebratory material and content about their organization. And all this results in cementing the talent brand, the employer brand, and finally, bit by bit, adding tremendous value to the corporate brand of the organization. True. There's a lot of data online on how employees unwittingly unlock brand value for their organization. The, the one figure that really comes to me or that stays with me is that employees are connected 10 times more to people more than a brand is connected, which means that when they share content, the brand awareness is really skyrocketed. Yeah. There is other such data that points in direction of how powerfully organizations can benefit from their employees having a person brand and through that bring new networks into the brand fold. Uh, and there is one thought here that, you know, it might not be very long when this whole employee advocacy program or peace becomes a monetized program where employees are perceived as tools or the assets that communicate or perhaps promote the organization brands. But yeah. I'm guessing that's a podcast conversation, Prashant, for another day when you'll have to sure. invite me again as a guest. <laughs> for sure. But, but yes, uh, there is a lot of value uh, to be unlocked and uh, really employees... Uh, can really make that shift and gain positive uh, sentiment value for brands and the products and services that an organization has. So just before we go, there's this one last question that I wanted to ask you, which, you know, is, is completely revolving around the entire pandemic world that we live in today. Mm -hmm. And with obviously, you know, multiple jobs being lost, uh, which obviously adds to the element of, you know, uh, job security and anxiety for many. Uh, how important is personal branding today? Would this actually uh, help people? So I know, you know, throughout our conversation, we've discussed the importance of personal branding and how it's actually, you know, to stay for the long haul and how people can actually benefit with it. But no one ever uh, imagined, uh, you know, themselves to be in such a situation as we are living in today. Uh, so how important do you see personal branding, you know, considering this, this situation and obviously this situation in the larger scheme of things is going to change a lot of things like in terms of how companies work, how people function. Uh, so what is the benefit of personal brands when we look at, you know, it during a pandemic situation like we are in today? Okay. Um, I mean, I knew you would be talking about this because uh, there is just so much disappointment and there's so much dismay happening in the employment world. The one yeah. thing is that jobs are scarce and they're going to get increasingly scarce. They're going to get increasingly remote projects and not only projects, but departments will soon be outsourced, you know, yeah. and hot desks are the order of the day. Whilst this whole job uh, landscape is changing, Prashant, what is also changing is the employee landscape, okay? Yeah. Uh, the individual gets known for expertise he or she is bringing versus being employable in an organization. I think that's going to be the, 
the single most defining factor where you get known for your skills, for your expertise. Okay. Yeah. And therefore the metric of opportunity is expertise and not employability. In True. such a situation, let us imagine if say there are two people, you know, that you, again, you brought about who have experiences, both high for performers, and you will definitely choose that candidate who comes in highly referred. So what does this mean that we will have to go into a job market or we are in a job market that is scarce and we therefore need to market our strengths or capabilities else we will be that small hidden star in the dark sky. True. Okay. So COVID here is allowing us to really use the personal brand. It's allowing us to break boundaries. It's allowing us to collaborate around strengths, not, not having the rigidity of the job. True. Expertise is transferred digitally. And if your expertise and capability is known digitally, thanks to your personal brand, then hello, welcome. And you are going to be called for greater opportunities. So yeah. one you know, one important piece about this whole COVID thing in relation to the personal brand is that it allows you opportunities. And it allows the personal brand in such hard times allows, makes you more resilient to the external forces. So, okay, I've lost my job, but can I dig into my network? Is my, is my personal brand working for me? And can I reposition myself and as an owner of these brilliant, unique skills and capabilities that will be good in the freelancing and gig world? Can I really tap into them and relook at how I position myself instead of, instead of being vulnerable to having lost my job? Yeah. Uh, I also want to stress about, uh, you know, go a little bit uh, deeper into opportunities, this irrespective of COVID or not. Yeah. Uh, we all agree that the personal brand is a plank that allows for career growth. Okay. Uh, career growth comes in the form of opportunities. Now I look at it that there are two ways, two common ways that opportunities come to us. One is that we are actively searching for opportunities mm -hmm. where we are pushing our resumes, writing to recruiters, consciously positioning ourselves, priming ourselves actually Prashant for better job yeah. opportunities. The other is option B, when an, when an opportunity comes to you, when you aren't even looking and you get a message in your LinkedIn inbox to say, hi, can we have a chat? Now, which one would you prefer? When opportunities meet expertise and experience, that is a personal brand done, done where irrespective of COVID or not. And that is when the personal brand is working for you. And that's yeah. the advantage of the personal brand. It allows, real, it allows you really to operate from a position of empowerment versus vulnerability. It really allows you to recalibrate ambition. And that's why you really need to start working on your personal brand. Great, great. So I think with that, we come to an end for this interview. I think it has been extremely, extremely uh, thought provoking, at least for me. So thank you for coming on board and doing this. Thank you, Prashant. I've enjoyed this process. And I hope with this conversation that there are some people, there are some listeners, you know, who really feel and can give their personal plan a little bit more value, their capabilities, a little bit more respect and honor, um, you know, and that really makes a lot of difference little by little. Great. So for the rest of us, if you would like to start this process and need some help, you can get in touch with Minal on LinkedIn or log into their website, leadthing.org. And in case, if you have any doubts, feedback, or just want to spark a conversation, you can catch me on LinkedIn, Instagram, or Twitter. This is me signing out for this episode and looking forward to seeing you on the next one. Subscribe to the podcast for regular updates. And one last thing, don't forget to stay curious.